Thanks for joining us today on the Harvest Podcast. Now here's today's message. We pray that it will bless your life as you listen. I guess that's the way to get broken in to bring the word today, right? Wow. I've been telling Pastor Travis and my wife that I'm like, man, I'm going to be so nervous. I mean, wow. You know, I'm like Tra- Pastor Travis hasn't heard me preach. So I'm like, Pastor, you just like brought me in without even hearing me preach. How, how do you know if I even know how to preach? And you're like, hey, come join us. Hey, so you know what? He, he stepped out in faith. So that's what actually my, my sermon's about is about stepping out in faith. Amen. And I'm just going to give a little bit of, of my background of who I am. And um, I am married to the love of my life, Corey Ojeda. Stand up. She's like, you're going to make me stand up? Yes, I want to make you stand up. That's my wife. Uh, we have three beautiful kids, Alyssa, Gabby, and Jace. And uh, me and my wife, actually, in September 28th, we celebrated 15 years of marriage. And so that is awesome. Yeah, I know we don't look old enough to be celebrating 15 years, but we got married young. But that's awesome because we have enough energy, you know, to stay with the kids and follow them around and do all that good stuff. Um, we've been raised, or I've been raised in the church all my life. Uh, my mom and dad, Maria and Fernanda, would you stand up? These are my parents right here. Dad? Amen. Um, you know, we call him the OG of our, of, of our family because, you know, uh, me and my brother, David, that plays the guitar, and we grew up playing music in the church, and we call him the OG. He taught us everything we know in the music. So, um, and one thing they always did teach is that, hey, church is important to you. Serving God is important. And to this day, I'm still serving God. And you know how it says in that, in that verse in Proverbs 22, 6, it says, train up a child in the way that he should go, and he... When he is old, he will not depart from it. Hey, I'm a living testimony of that. You know, that, hey, it is true. And so I want the same thing for my kids to know the same Jesus I knew as I was growing up. And I know today that that Jesus is going to be in their lives too. And they will never depart from his way. So I thank God for the mom and dad that he gave me. And so it's, it's been a great example for me. And now I can carry it on with me and my wife. And hopefully my kids can carry the same thing I learned from them. Amen. And so, um, you know, like I said, I'm 37 years old. I've been serving the Lord with all my heart. Um, and and it's, been, it's been an up and down roller coaster, but I can just say that God's been there through the whole thing. And so like that song that says he's moved a mountain in the past, he will do it again. And so, and that is true. He will continue doing that in our lives. Um, like I've enjoyed Pastor Travis's sermons the last couple of weeks. Because it is showing me that this church truly believes the importance of having the Holy Spirit move in your lives. We are weak without him. And I've been to churches. Me and my dad and my brothers, we have a Northaniel band, a Mexican group, that we would get invited to all kinds of churches. And there's a lot of them that do not even mention the power of the Holy Spirit or even bring it up. And I'm like, guys, y'all are missing it. You're missing it. You're missing what Jesus said we would have that is greater than him because he would be with all of us. And I just, I just, I'm just in awe. I'm like, man, like I, I, this, I didn't know that existed because every church I've been in, we, we believed in that. I went to Crossroads Cathedral for like 13 years. And so, you know, I got to experience a lot of what was moving on there. And, and, and in the churches I grew up before, we, we, we spoke about the Holy Spirit. And I was like, man, this is just crazy. So I really appreciate Pastor Travis and his sermons the last couple of weeks. And I'm like, man, that's amazing. That is amazing. And so 
talking about stepping out in faith, um, and I'm going to give a little background on how I took a step that was pretty crazy in my life, I believe. In 2013, I really started sensing God in my heart saying, hey, I want you to go and start this church. And I was like, no, no, I'm at a place where I'm good. And, and he was like, no, you need to do it because I have something for you and, and what I want you to reach. And he kept putting the Hispanic community in my heart. And I was in an all-English-speaking church. I was fine where I was at. I was playing the drums. I was ministering that way. I was like, well, that's, that's fine. I, I mean, I'm ministering in music. Isn't that the same thing? He's like, no, it's not the same thing. I got something different for you. And um, I remember telling my mom and dad, you know, I was like, hey, mom, I really believe God is placing something in my heart to go start a church. And she told me, who's going to preach? I said, well, now my mom already knows the story. She's already laughing. And so she said, I said, I am, mom. She goes, wait, what kind of church are we starting? I said, a Spanish church. And I was like, yeah, mom, that's what we're going to do. And she was like, well, son, you don't speak Spanish very good. And she goes, and at that, I've never heard you preach, so how are you even going to do that? I'm like, Mom, God's going to equip me. He's going he's to make a way when there's not a way. But if he's putting it in my heart, Mom, I don't want to be disobedient and not do it and miss out and say four years from now, man, what about if I would have done it? Man, what about if I, if I would have stepped out and did it? No, I said, I'm stepping out and doing it. Mom, I've heard about this faith as I was a kid. I've heard about the faith as I was, I was growing up and as a young adult. Mom, I'm going to put this faith into action. If God is putting it in my heart, he's going to show me. And he's going he's gonna to provide everything I need for those steps. And I was like, and she was like, all right, if you say so. I mean, she was just being mom and, you know, didn't want me to fail and stuff. And I was like, that's cool. But it was crazy, you know, that. She, that's what came out. I'm like, that's what came out of me too. I'm like, I, I still don't know every Spanish word and how to say them all. But um, in the beginning, when we started, started this church, we started meeting in homes. We met in like just my house, my brother's house, my mom's house, another couple's house. And we just kind of rotated Sundays. And then I started having an aunt and uncle that started coming to, to our, our gatherings and we were talking, and she said, hey, I want to say something. like, okay, what are you going to say, Thea? And she's like, you know, I, I, I was talking to one of your other aunts, and I was telling her, like, yeah, man, you should come check them out. She's like, well, they're just in the homes. Like, I know, but you need to come check it out. And she's like, well, who's preaching? Well, Joel is. Joel? He didn't even speak Spanish. That's what came out of her mouth, too. That's my aunt. And they're like, and does he even know how to preach? She's like, yes, he knows how to preach. And he's preaching in Spanish. And like, do you understand everything he's saying? She's like, yes, I understand everything he's saying. So I'm like, man. So I even had family members thinking it wasn't possible. And, you know, when I heard that, I kind of got a little discouraged because I was like, man, this is family. We all been in church together. And I was like, man, I was like, am I doing the right thing? Am I, am I really doing the right thing? And so I was like, man, you know, whatever. I'm just going to keep going, I guess. And so at that time, I had started school. I'm enrolled at Southwestern Christian University, where I'm still taking classes today. And they had me read Exodus, and I was in Exodus, and I want to read this with you. In Exodus chapter 4, verse 10 through, 10 through 12, and it says this right here. 
Then Moses said to the Lord, O my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither before nor since you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. So the Lord said to him, Who has made man's mouth, or who makes the mute, the deaf, the seed, or the blind? Have not I, the Lord? Now therefore go, and I will be with your mouth and teach you what shall say. My version was this. Then Hoed said to the Lord, O my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither before nor since you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow to speak and slow of tongue when I speak in Spanish. Can't you get someone that Spanish is their first language? I will play the drums. That was my version. I was like, no. But right there, the Holy Spirit came upon me. I was at my desk. Excuse me. And the Holy Spirit just came upon him and said, I've called you for this. Don't worry about what you can do physically or, or, or mentally or whatever. Rely on me. I will give you what to say. I will give you what to speak. And I'm going to let you listen to what you need to listen to and get that what you don't need to listen to out of your life. And, man, it just came over me, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's on. I'm like, it is on, it is on, because it's not me. It is not me, it is God. It's me allowing and being obedient to the Holy Spirit saying, you're in control, not me. Because a lot of times we try to force things. We try to make things happen, and we're struggling with, what is it, putting the round peg into the square hole? We try to do that so much, and it doesn't work. And I tried that myself early in the part of starting the church. I was trying so hard to please everyone. I was trying so hard to make sure everybody's opinions mattered. And what I was losing track of was God's, what God was telling me to do. And I was like, man, it made it a lot easier once I started saying, I'm doing what God is telling me to do. If you agree or not, that's fine. I love you, but this is what God is telling me to do. And I can say now we start, that was 2014 of February, and we're still going. And I thank God that he has brought me and Pastor Travis together and Harvest Church so we can actually continue doing what God has called us to do. And that's because God called me to go preach into the Spanish um, um, community to, to unite what I learned in the English-speaking church and bring it together with the Spanish-speaking church. And I saw it all. I saw it as a kid up to, to 20 years, 18 years old, 19 years old, all in the Spanish church. And then from 21 till 23, 24 in the English church. And I was like, at first I was like, God, why did you take me to Crossroads Cathedral out of all places? That place is huge. I bet you I've heard that word before, huh? <laughs> and so I was like, but he let me see a lot of things at the age. I wasn't even thinking about starting a church. I wouldn't even think, that wasn't even on my mind, but it just seemed I would remember a lot of things that were going on, how they think things. I was like, man, I've never seen this before. This is amazing. This is awesome. And I was like, well, that's why. Because he wanted me to see he was training me without me even knowing. But I recorded everything I saw. One thing that when, when God was putting that verse in my life and he said, this is you. 
I remember as, as, as a drummer when me and my family would go out and minister to churches. And they were like, you know, they were going to have a guest speaker. And I thought in my heart kind of like secretly saying, hey, I would preach. Just ask me to preach and I'll do it. But I'm like, no, nah, no. Nah. And so sometimes I would be playing the drums like, man, I could be getting out, grabbing the mic and preaching. But I'm like, no, that's okay. That's okay. But one thing that happened, I remember when I was at the age of 17 years old, God gave me a dream that I was standing up in a pulpit in a big sanctuary preaching. And I was preaching my head off. I was sweating and doing the, oh, you know, that type of deal when I was preaching because I, I love listening to T.D. Jakes growing up and still to this day. So I was like, you know, you know, acting like Ken when I was preaching, but it was me preaching. And, and after that, I stopped, you know, having that. And then there was times that I would go and ministers would pray over me and say, God is going to use you to preach and God is going to use you to use those hands to heal people. And I was like, ah, I play drums. I kept saying, I play drums, or we got a good music ministry. But then, like I said, I took that step of faith. When I say, you know what, I'm taking that step because you know what, I'm over here saying this is the way I need to do it, but I wasn't completely happy. I wasn't completely excited about what I was doing because there was still something missing. There was something vacant that I didn't fulfill that I thought I was fulfilling with maybe buying another drum set or buying better headphones or something to make it seem like I was, you know, doing what he was calling, but it wasn't that. It's because I wasn't all the way completely in his will. He has a purpose in, in each and every one of our lives. And I wasn't going down that path. I was staying where I thought I was happy and comfortable because I knew it. I knew how to play drums. I knew sound. I knew all that. Preaching and pastoring was something I didn't know. But soon I found out, he, he, what is it? He qualifies a call. He doesn't call the qualified. I see that firsthand. And I was like, wow. And so um, in Acts 4.31, this is what I really feel it's part of who I am and how the way I speak is this. And it says, and when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken and they were all filled in the Holy Spirit and they spoke the word of God with boldness. That's me. That's who I've always been is someone that has spoken about it bold. I was bold when I was playing sports. When I was playing basketball, I was bold. When I was the quarterback of my school, I was bold. But then God said, hey, I'm going to use your boldness to spread the word of God. And that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm going to try to do every time. But I know I'm not going to be able to accomplish that unless I am filled with the Holy Spirit. As we saw, it said, filled with the Spirit, Holy Spirit. And that's what we need to do today as Christians. Is not be afraid to take that step out in faith. And be bold about it and say, oh, I'm taking a step, but, you know, I'm trusting in God. Maybe it'll happen. Maybe it'll work. I don't know. It just, yeah, I mean, I heard in the sermon, step out. No, I'm stepping out because I know God has this. God has my back. I'm stepping out. When you step out in the things in your life and faith and you show to those people around you, you're going to have them start asking you questions. 
They're not going to go to a pastor. They're going to ask you because you're the one in the workplace. You're the one in school. You're the one in the supermarket. You're the one shopping. They're going to be like, what's different about you? It's because you're going to be bold in the way you walk, in the way you talk, because you're a fool of the Holy Spirit. So when you say, it's because, pastor, I'm shy. Pastor, I'm nervous. Why are you nervous? Wait, I know. Are you full of the Holy Spirit? Are you allowing God to work in you? We can answer our own questions by ourselves when we say we're something. We're nervous. It's not just me and Pastor Travis's job to bring the word because we're not in every place you're at. You're going to be in some area that I'm not where you're going to need to spread the word of God. We're going to have to share the gospel to someone that doesn't know about it or that someone that is hurting or needing some help with something and you're going to be the one to answer it. But if you're not bold, if you're not prayed up and you're not read up and filled up with the Holy Spirit, it's going to be hard to do that. It's going to be very difficult to do that. And so what I've done, I've taken that step. And I truly believe that what we got going on here, me and Pastor Travis, we're both taking a step out in faith because we know both of us want this. We want to reach as many people as we can for the kingdom of God. And when God said, hey, you're going to be a pastor of a Spanish church, I didn't know it was going to be here in the, in the middle of little Mexicoville, whatever it is, but God already had a plan and a purpose for it. And you know what? I'm ready to do it. Pastor Travis is ready to do it. And I know you, Harvest Church is ready to do it. It's time to receive that harvest of the things that we have planted to do it's time to receive it and start going out and doing it. So we're like, man, well, we really wanted to, to reach out to the Hispanic community, but it's been hard, you know, because Travis's Spanish is not that good. Okay, so you know what? There's no excuses now. I'm here now. I've learned a lot. I've gone a lot in the last four years of preaching the Spanish. But you know what? Like the, like the song said, we've seen mountains move before, right? Well, we're going to see them again in this place. We're going to get to the place where, where I see the videos of Pastor Schaefer preaching in this whole place being filled. That's going to happen today too because we serve that same God. I truly believe it. Pastor Travis believes it. And I know Harvest Church believes it. And we're going to experience that and be ready to get to work, guys. Get ready to be like running around going crazy like, oh, man, there's a lot of people. Yes, it is. Get ready for that because I'm ready for it. I'm stepping out in faith, and I want you to step out in faith with me too. To say, yes, we're going to do this. We're going to allow God to prepare us. We're going to allow God to give us the words. And some of y'all that, that some, I know some of y'all sense to come up here and pray for people, but you're scared and you're shy and you don't know what to say. Don't worry about it. God's going to give you the words to say. Because we're going to need a bigger prayer team up here in front. Get ready for that. Get ready for those things. Get ready to come out of your comfort zone to help out in the kids' ministry, nursery, um, Sunday school classes, whatever it is, parking lot attendance. We're going to need help outside even parking people, Pastor Travis. We are. I really believe that. It's time to get to work, step out in faith. And this is what, what I want to say here in, in Matthew 28, 16 through 20 that says this. Then the 11 disciples went to Galilee, the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, all 30 in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I commanded you. And surely I am with you always to be very... 
to the very end of age. So that's if we're doing all those things, he's going to be with us to the very end. And that's one thing I've always seen of this church, always going out to all nations and spreading the gospel. So guess what? We're going to spread it around this nation, around this church. And we're going to do that. And I really believe that God has a plan for this church. And we know that this era needs to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. It wasn't a coincidence that the mall shut its doors and forced us out. Iglesia Nueva Vida. It is not luck, just luck that Pastor Travis and the team here at Harvest would open their doors up to help us out. God had a plan for us to come together. His purpose was for us to unite and expand the kingdom for his glory. Harvest and Nueva Vida stepped out, not knowing all the variables, but we are going to let God take the steering wheel on this one, and we are going to be the instruments and vessels of what God has in store for this church, and I truly believe that. I truly believe that. I believe that. I believe that. I believe that. Nothing just happens for just happens because it happens. No. It's because sometimes God has to shut some doors because you're stubborn. You don't want to go through the easy door. I told I told the church back in February, March, and I was like, guys, I really feel in my heart that God wants us to move the church out of this mall. And they're like, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, if it happens. And and I was looking for buildings. Um I just couldn't find anything. I just couldn't come across anything. And so come September 1st, I signed our new lease. I'm like, well, I guess one more year, and then we'll figure out what's next. Well, September 28th came, and they knocked on my door at my house and gave me a letter from the mail, from the mailman and said, hey, here's a letter. I was like, what is this? I know I paid rent. What is this about? And they say we are shutting the doors completely of Plaza Mayor, Crossroads Mall, on November 1st. I was like, what? I just signed a lease. Like, God, I know what you're doing. You really wanted me out of there, so you had to shut the whole mall down to get me out. And then I wasn't going to post this on Facebook. I waited like two weeks to say, okay, if anybody knows of a place or a church that I can, you know, use for a little bit while I figure out what I'm doing with my church, you know, give me a shout. And then I get a call from Pastor Travis. Like, hey. I was like, God is good. God is good. And then we've been planning, getting together, and, and I'm just excited. I really am. I really am excited about what God is going to do here. I, and I know that, like we say, we don't know all the variables, but we do know that God is in it. And that's all that matters, that God is in this. And so I, I appreciate everyone that has taken us in with open arms, with love. Yes, yes, it's been amazing. It's been a smooth transition. And I thank you guys because we do feel loved and we're part of the family. So we're just Harvest Church. There's no Harvest this or that. It's Harvest Church. Everybody knows enough English to say Harvest. If not, we'll teach them what our church name is, Harvest. They'll, they'll learn it. They'll figure it out. Harvest Asamblea de Dios. We can do that. Amen. So I'm super excited what we got going on. I'm excited what January whatever first, seventh, eighth, whatever that first Sunday is, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to be working along all you guys here to, to just make it work. And, and thank you so much. Pastor Travis, thank you so much for allowing me to be here today and speak. This is the first time I've actually preached all in one language. I usually do it in English and Spanish, and this is a lot easier and a lot shorter. 
I thought I was going to go a lot longer, and I was like, man, I haven't preached like in about four or five weeks. I'm going to preach for like two hours, but nope, I'm just going to stop where I'm at because I don't need to add any more to what I've said. So let's get on our feet at this moment. Amen. Amen. Let's bow our heads. In this moment, I never close a service without allowing anyone the opportunity, if they need to receive Christ in their hearts, to do that this moment. If there's anyone here in this moment that say, you know what, I, I, I need to give my life to him. Would you raise your hand wherever you're at? I'm looking. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen, thank you. Amen. Amen. From right there where you are, I really believe the Holy Spirit is moving in your life right now. That's why you raised your hand where you're at. To let God know, I can't do this on my own. To say, I've tried it my way, but it's not working. And so I ask right now that everyone repeats with me. I, I, I'm, this is new to me of saying it out like, out like this. I'm just going to do my best. And it's all because of what you say with your heart, how it means in your heart. Because you're confessing with your mouth that you're a sinner and that he's your savior. So say this with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I come before you today and ask you to forgive me of my sins. I know that I am a sinner, but I give my life to you. From this day forward, I ask you, Jesus, to be the center of my life. And I will live my life for you. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for healing me. I love you, Jesus. Amen. Come on, let's give him a, a, a round of applause, a, a, a praise to God this morning. The angels are rejoicing in heaven right now because we have had people come and say, I give my life to you, Jesus. And that's what it's about, expanding the kingdom. And this moment right now, I know we had prayer at the beginning of the, the, the sermon. But if anyone say, I didn't take that step out and I need some prayer because I'm going through something. Maybe you changed your mind about the way you're going to deal with things after you heard the sermon. I want to give that opportunity one more time. If there's someone here that needs prayer of any kind, we want to pray with you. Is there anyone?